there, Green Future Growers. Thanks for joining us today. If you're new to the show, I hope you'll subscribe on iTunes or your favorite Android app. And let's get growing. Hey, everyone. So I am super excited to announce the winner of Andrew Mefford's No Organic No-Till Farming Revolution book. And it's somebody I know has been a listener for a long time because we've been emailing back and forth for um, at least over a year. I've been trying to get him to come on the show. Oops, going to give it away there. It's somebody who was in the 2019 Organic Gardener Podcast Challenge. And the winner is John Keith. So I was so excited because I took all the emails, um, deleted the ones that were like, put them in a table, deleted the ones that were like, there were multiples of um because some people somehow entered their email like one two or three times i don't know if they didn't know anyway um so it came up with a list i put the number of entries into a random number generator it said number 23 and then i copied and pasted that email and went to send an email and as soon as i popped it um copied the email um the program automatically said john keith so i I was like, so me. So I'm so excited. Congratulations, John. And couldn't have been a better person because you've been a listener for a long time. Um, I know. And so I'll make sure that the Island Press uh, gets that book out to you right away. So listeners, thank you so much if you entered the contest. And remember, if you um, want to order Growing for Market Magazine, which, you know, even though it's directed at small scale farmers. I know they have a lot of, like Andrew says, you, you know, regular gardeners and serious homesteaders are going to like a lot of um, the advantages you get from following what, because if it's something that makes you more profitable, that's because it's giving you more produce for your labor. So I think people would be interested in that. So again, congratulations, John. And then um, the other day I was recording an update while I was driving. And so I'm going to attach here at the end. And then I just hope you're enjoying the podcast as much as I am. I just did a great interview with uh, this morning with uh, the new director of the Aero organization, which Aero is Alternative Energy Resource Organization here in Montana, but they have a huge focus on sustainable agriculture. So I know you're going to love, he just did a great interview and he's also a rock star millennial. Um, and just, I've almost got all these episodes that I have in the bank out there to you. And I know you're going to love them as much as I do. My guests are amazing. I'm always looking for guests. And also, again, if you have a podcast that you think I would make a great guest on, uh, let's share these amazing stories and this information. One of the big things um, Brian and I talked about was, you know, thinking about our use of resources. And I think that's one of the things I love about millennials is how much they really care about our environment and um, people and sharing. And we talked a lot about water resources um, which is something I'm very passionate about. Brian and I have very similar um, challenges in the garden, it sounded like, with uh, watering our plants. So I think you're going to find some great information from him if you're in a place where that's kind of dry. Um, and he talks about like uh, following food forest practices and just, it's a great interview. So, ooh, I'm tired early this morning. So one thing I love about my commute to work this summer is not only the beautiful, amazing roads and the lovely wildlife that I get to see. Yesterday I saw the 
cutest little spotted fawns um is that I get the opportunity to listen to podcasts again more and also to think about my audience, my listeners, you great, amazing green future growers. Like, I hope you loved the interview I did with Scott Mann from the Permaculture Podcast. Um, as much as I did, it's just so weird to meet somebody on that, you know, you feel like you think so much alike. There's definitely some differences with us. I am not ready for, like... I love technology, and I know Scott does too, but he was talking about maybe someday eventually, like, only having letters and um, speaking to people personally. I I just think that, you know, technology has made the world, like, to get to connect with people in Australia and New Zealand and Tasmania, where John Moore is, and Kenya and Russia. There's people in my Facebook group from all over the place. And close friends here in Montana, just like, you know, Robin Kelson and Laura Bahena and Patty Armbruster, who I get to hang out with in person. I mean, how cool is that? Like-minded souls. Um, and Andrew Mefford. Um, did you know that there's like a bedtime thing there where you can like, they came out with now that you can like set your, like if you're listening to the podcast to fall asleep, you can set it for like 15 minutes or 30 minutes and it'll shut off. Cause like there's a great podcast. I don't know if you have any kind of sleeping problems. It's called, I think, Much Ado About Nothing. Much About Nothing. And she just talks you through this story really slowly. And then this, she'll repeat it the second time, just a little bit slower. She's got this gentle voice. She just tells you these obscure, like, just very basic stories. Like, one's like, going to yoga is one of my favorite. I still remember. And she talks about, like, pulling up in her car and taking her journal out and then going to yoga and... Another one's like a farmer's market. One's about like picking lilacs. One's about the library, like Thanksgiving. There's a great Thanksgiving. There's one about a summer storm. Like it's raining outside and she cooks the most delicious Italian meal. And she just talks you through like, just it's very emotional, but nothing important. And it just helps you fall asleep. Like I rarely make it to the second version. But when I first started listening to her podcast, like it would play like five episodes and I'd be sound asleep. And, like, if you just scroll up, there's, like, a button there, and you can set it for any podcast. Anyway, totally off topic. And, you know, uh, the other thing I was looking at last night on the have you been enjoying the herbs in your garden? Oh, my gosh. Just going to my garden is so incredible. And somebody in the Facebook group asked me, asked about, um, or maybe it was the main gardening group. I don't know. I just remember Mike reading some a question about um, where... Uh, they wanted something to walk on and our time, our creeping time just smells so good. It's so pretty right now that just these tiny purple flowers. So Scott and I in the permaculture podcast, we're talking about, um, he grows like onions and fennel, I think, and, um, some other flower that you don't necessarily eat at the end of the rows, just to bring in the pollinators and the, um, beneficial insects, there was a parasitic wasp he was talking about. And I, was it Andrew Buffer that I was talking to the week before? I remember talking to somebody recently about, um, like umbrals, which is a type of flower where I, it almost reminds me of like my hand and you have like all these stems and then these like, it's just, you know, it's definitely like dill. So last night I'm down in the garden and I'm watering my blueberries, which are not doing anything because they so need watered. Um, but maybe next year they will grow and be strong. Anyway, um, 
but the dill right by the tomatoes. Oh, that's another question, people. Like, I posted a picture of Mike's marigolds and tomatoes. Mike always plants marigolds. And somebody said, will that get rid of the hornworm? They're, they're having a big problem with hornworm caterpillars, I think. And I said, well, we don't have a problem with hornworm caterpillars. Now, I can't say specifically excuse me, that that's because of the marigolds. And I do remember Mike saying something the other day about, so I'm bringing home all these eggshells from work. And Mike said that the eggshells and the compost should help not only add calcium, but um, because he wasn't crushing them into like little fine pieces, maybe because somebody said we should be crushing them more, but I'm bringing home so many eggshells. It's like insane. Um, one of the waitresses the other day was like, how many eggs do you think you go through? And I'm like, well, I know for a fact we go through over 180 because we easily go through a case. Um, and there's 180 in the case, 15 dozen. Plus there's the scrambles where I think they go through four cases every two days. We go through a ton. And so I try to bring home as many eggshells in these five-gallon buckets as I possibly can. And Mike's been like, we have so much lawn. It's been raining so much this year that the grass, Mike said he's just starting to run out of grass and going to maybe open up some leaves that he's saved from the fall to mix with the eggshells, some browns, or no, the grass is the green. I don't know. We're running out of browns, maybe. Um, I wish I could figure out how to save the coffee grounds at this restaurant, but I can't figure out how to do it without making a huge mess. Um, or there's just no convenient space to keep them. So anyway, um, the, oh, the herbs in my garden. So last night, the dill is another one that Mike grows by the peppers and the tomatoes this year are growing there. But the dill, one thing I love about it is it always comes back. It, I think it's an annual that seeds itself, but it drops the seeds. So it's always popping up in different places. But it is just thriving this year. And it's perfect because I remember another year where we had the cucumbers are ready and I couldn't find any dill anywhere. Whereas this year, the dill's ahead of the cucumbers like it's supposed to be. But it is a great companion plant and it brings in parasitic wasps. I think that help eat the other, or parasitic something, yeah, uh, that eat the other bad bugs that are destroying your plants. So that's one of the techniques we use. We have calendulas coming up, marigolds, and then the dill. The thyme smells so good. I took a bundle of thyme and I put this tent outside. I found this like really cool um, air mattress on sale. And so, I, and then I bought a used tent and I have this giant like private bedroom right outside of the house under the trees. And it's just so pretty this year. I've been hanging out out there, reading and enjoying um, falling asleep out there. Although it's a little cold, I usually wake up like at midnight or 2 a.m. and end up going in the house. But um, anyway, oh, I took a bundle of thyme and hung it outside, uh, going to hang it inside um, the next time I go in there last night. So I hope you're enjoying your garden and rambling on my way to work and enjoying podcasting again because I feel so much more connected to you. I'm listening to podcasts again and I'm, um, you know, back on my mic recording. Like, I just feel like I can talk to you. So, hope your summer's going great. Happy here's to August is coming up on us. Oh, and that's another thing. Mike and I were weeding my lavender last night. I feel really bad because he weeded it and told me to mulch it. And I didn't mulch it. And now there's all sorts of new weeds back. And I should have mulched it. Um, So I need to try to do that. I'm not very good at that. That itchy straw and just 
you know, I'm gone from my house 10 hours a day, at least every day. And that's where I get to the part where I'm lucky if I get to go down there and read a book. Because if Mike makes dinner, I can. But if I have to make dinner, which I do maybe like once or twice a week is all, uh, then you know, who has time to go to the garden? Or a lot of nights it's been so cold and rainy and the furniture's wet and just, um, so last night was really nice to go down and water. And as I was watering, the dill smelled so good. The thyme smelled so good. My oregano just looks so pretty. Um, and you know, that's the thing I love about oregano is that it grows in our dry climate without me having to water it. It's just doing great with the rain. And so, um, and then also, have you caught the apple tree update? Mike's just been mulching. He is, like, so into that. He wants to do that all over the place. He's talking about making, like, a perennial border all along the fence line and getting rid of all the spotted knapweed up on top of the bees where we have struggled with um, it's really dry there. But then I was laughing because, yeah, but I don't know where we're going to get all the dirt. I mean, dirt can be expensive, and to cover all that with good um, composted mulch. I don't know where he's going to get that from, but he's loving that trick. So, uh, happy 2019, everybody. Do you know someone who would benefit from the Organic Gardener podcast? If you like what you hear, we'd love it if you'd share the Organic Gardener podcast with a friend. Thanks again for listening and remember, grow local.